The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves the experience of cracking them open or you love the convenience of no-shell pistachios like myself, Wonderful Pistachios is the perfect healthy snack for when hunger strikes. And there are a bunch of tasty flavors to choose from too, like honey roasted, smoky barbecue, jalapeno lime, and more. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. Sirius XM Radio presents, in conjunction with House of Athlete, I Am Athlete Tonight. Welcome back to I Am Athlete Tonight. I am your host, Lee J. Doosable, with my guys, LaShawn Shady McCoy, Brandon Marshall, and Omar Kelly. And it looks like Shady's Philadelphia Eagles are going all in this year. They traded for defensive end Robert Quinn. Per multiple reports, the Bears are trading Robert Quinn to the Philadelphia Eagles. Now, the Bears reportedly weren't actively shopping Quinn in the offseason. Apparently, some passive shopping was uh, recently occurred, and the Bears continued to hear, you know, other people as they were trying to get Quinn away from them. But today, they decided to trade him away for a fourth-round pick. Before I go any further, I want to ask Shady, Seems like your team is going all in mentality. What does Robert Quinn add to this Eagles defensive line that was already deep? And how does he fit in with the Eagles? Yeah, so I think the biggest, I think the biggest problem with teams is they don't have good quarterbacks, which we got, and they don't have good pass rush, which we got. Now we made it even better. So I think we're adding Robert Quinn, man. He, I played with him back in the day. Well, against him, he was a dog then. He's a dog now. Having eighteen um, sacks last year. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I think it add him to the mix. Just imagine this. When we have that lead in the fourth quarter, now mm. you let the dogs go. Oh my God. Yeah. It's looking good look for them birds, baby. Yeah, when I look at this defensive line, right? Because people are wondering, like, how does he fit in? Because they were already deep at defensive line. You got to remember Hassan Reddick is more of their Sam backer, but they move him to end in pass wrestling situations. Guy like Brandon Graham can kick inside. So now you got a nice little three rotation at the defensive tackle position with Brandon Graham, um, Hargreaves, and also Fletcher Cox that you can rotate those guys on third and long and second and long. You bring in Robert Quinn. I think he starts on in base on the outside with, you know, Brandon Graham. And then also you have Josh Sweat as the third guy. Brandon, Shady, Omar, you guys know this. The league is run by passers and pass rushers. You got to be able to get after the quarterback. And we saw whoa, whoa, the L.A. Rams. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You heard him, Shady. What? You agree with that. You heard. He said you the league that, is Shady? ran by pass. What you say? Passers, passers and pass and rushers. Pass rushers. The money oh, says it, too. Hey, line. Those are guys, they make all the money. Uh, yeah. The money run says by? it, too. Run the money. That's, that's, that's the highest paid positions in football, Brandon. Quarterbacks like I and said, wide receivers. No, you tripping. DNs get more than wide receivers. You out of your mind, bro. Yes, they you better do. go look at TJ Watt's deal and, and, and Miles Garrett deal. And go look at Tyreek Hill's deal. Go the, look at the boy. You're talking about one guy. Devontae and I guarantee Adams, Nick Bosa Devontae makes way Adams. more than him next year. Devontae if you want to bet that, we can bet it. 
Devontae Adams, but go ahead. Go if you want to bet it, I think I guarantee agenda. Nick Bosa makes more than both of them next year. Carry on with your little agenda. Go ahead. Yeah, there ain't show. no agenda. That's life. <laughs> you already <laughs> know ahead. what it is. But getting back to the point, um, like now they have a deep rotation. And, and we saw this with the Rams last year, right? They decided to make a move like this and go get Von Miller, even though they had Leonard Floyd and also had Aaron Donald. They got Von Miller and it helped get them over the top. So B. Marsh, before you was interrupting me, what do you think about this move uh, the Eagles did by adding another veteran, really good pass rusher on the outside? Yeah, a couple things come to mind. Howie, Howie, number <laughs> one, legendary, probably uh, general manager of the year, okay? Um, attrition, the league, this whole thing is about war of attrition. So they're already deep. They're already doing a phenomenal job up front. They are building this thing and, and, and investing in a, a Super Bowl this year. They know to get it done, they need the quarterback and the wide receivers to play at an extremely high level, and then you have the pass catchers that come in and they just – this the icing on the, on, they, they, it's the icing on the cake, right? So <laughs> it, it, it's selflessness. Another thing come up, selflessness. Why? Because you, what you're looking at is you got some guys that may come and say, no, I want to play all three downs. When you make a move like this, what you're saying is, dude, like, guys, we're going to keep everybody fresh. Everybody's mm. going to have a role. You know, this is war of attrition. We want to make sure that we have what we need come post-November when the real NFL season starts. Okay? Howie is legendary, bro. Next year, they're going to have – they still have six picks. This is Crazy. after they've already <laughs> traded – for C.J. Gardner-Johnson last summer, A.J. Brown, Brown Jordan, Jordan Davis, Davis. okay, yeah. on draft day. And they're scheduled to have six picks in 2023, bro. That's two, two first-rounders. First <laughs> Come on, man. Howie is in his bag. He is. And, Omar, before before I go, Brandon, you brought up a amazing point, right? And I think the, the team that you make these trades for, it matters who's actually on the roster, right? Because you talk about it. A lot of guys would be like, nah, I want to you know, play my 70, 80% of plays. Right. But I think because of the veterans that they have on this team, but Brandon Graham, who's already won a ring, right? A Fletcher Cock that's already run a ring. Uh, Hassan Reddick, who's a veteran guy, right? Josh Sweat has already got his money. So now since these guys and Howie Rose- Roseman has constructed it perfectly, since these guys have already been paid, they're not going to be tripping about reps. It's all about getting the ring now. And I think that's, you know, a kudos to him by constructing the team the right way because people aren't going to be complaining about, you know, if I don't play, I don't get my money. They already got their money, B. So adding a, a guy like Robert Quinn is only going to add to the wealth and these guys getting after the passer. Omar Kelly, I'll bring you in uh, real quick. Before, Let's be, talk be, about be, the before, other side. Hold on, be, be, before you go to Omar real quick, because you talked about the selflessness and, you know, the the reps and, the, and, and, and percentages there, you know, also you got to look at Robert Quinn. Like Robert Quinn, you know, he's on the tail end of his career, still playing at a high level, but this is yeah. a guy that probably, you know, said, look, I want to go to a contender and I'm willing to yeah. take less uh, a lesser role to get it done. Yeah, so. 100%. And I think that was his biggest thing this offseason when he wanted to get traded. Omar, I'm going to bring you in, but I want to bring you in on the Bears side, right? If you look at it, right, Roquan Smith is another guy that's been in trade talks this whole offseason, um, decided not to sign a, a terrible deal. The Bears tried to give him. He was hurt after this trade. Uh, let's listen to what he had to say at a press conference once Robert Quinn got traded. No, I have a great deal of respect for that guy, you know, Crazy. 
And for the listeners, I know you can't see the video. Have Maybe you've seen it on Twitter. He literally had his head down, was almost in tears, right? Because you got to think about it. These guys just came off an emotional win. They went into New England and won when nobody gave them a chance. Absolutely. They're literally like one game out of the playoff race right now. They're three and four. So, Omar, let me ask you this question. This guy has covered the NFL for a long time. If you're a player in that Bears locker room, like, how does this make you feel, especially coming off on a big emotional win that you just have versus the Patriots? I think Roquan Smith is just mad that it wasn't him, that he wasn't <laughs> he wasn't moved and traded. Uh, you know, this is a guy that's been banging the drums to get out of there. Um, and you can understand why, because I, I don't think even though they had this very impressive win against the New England Patriots. Just I think you <laughs> universally everybody views them as a bad team. And, and I, I, I don't change my opinion, but. Roquan Smith, I, I would be I wouldn't be surprised if he's moved because I think you can get double what you got for Robert Quinn for Roquan Smith, even though he's yeah. entering a contract year. Um, this is a guy who is playing at a at an all pro level. Extremely um, he, high level. He's, he's he's a defensive player that you can build around. And if if a fourth round, if you if you're giving up a fourth round pick for Robert Quinn, um, who does have a contract that that's pretty secure. Um, I would certainly be willing to give up a second round pick for, for Roquan Smith. Honestly, don't think the Bears take anything less than the first because of the level of play he's playing at right now. Like it wouldn't yeah. it wouldn't even make any sense for them to do that. And also, like Chicago, what are you doing? Maybe maybe Brandon can answer this because that's his former franchise, even though Ryan Poles is the new GM. Like it just seems like they have no direction. You have a guy in Roquan Smith who could be the face of your defense, right? He's literally the best player, I would say, on the team right now. And you, that's the one guy you're trying to lowball. Like, and I get it from a business point. You always want to get as much labor for as cheap as possible. But you got to take care of your stars because other free agents look at that and they're like, oh, so you're going to treat that guy like that. I don't even know how you're going to treat me once I come into the building. My second year, you might come tap me on the shoulder. Hey, we need you to take this pay cut. You know, you, you had decent numbers. They just weren't where we thought they could be. So I think Ryan Poles, again, I've been saying this for the longest you have a young quarterback. Yes, you didn't draft him. And we know the coach, you know, that that came in didn't didn't draft him as well. But at the end of the day, you should still put viable pieces around the kid, even if you decide to move forward, because even if you get a quarterback next year in the first round, he's going to look just as bad as feels with this roster is currently constructed. So not sure, I don't know, Brandon, maybe you can answer answer this question. Like what what, what is the, the direction of Ryan Poles, the GM with the Bears? Like what, what do you think he's doing over there? <laughs> yeah, dudes, uh, I think. I appreciate what you're saying right now, but you're missing it. It's not the general manager. It's, <laughs> you're missing it. <laughs> it's it's ownership. Okay. You think it's when the think ownership? About, this is this is personal. So about, I want to hear this. You, from this when guy. When you think about when you think about uh, premier organizations, especially in the National Football League, you think about the Pittsburgh Steelers. You think about the 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 Chicago Bears. There's a couple of those, like, just those pillar franchises. Green Bay Packers. The the Chicago Bears is there, okay? Hell, uh, uh, George Hollis, okay? Think about, I mean, he's a founding founding member of this whole thing that we call NFL, all right? The McCaskies are tearing up this franchise. Now, when you think about sports towns, it can be a debate if y'all want it to be, but I played there. I played in New York I've the heard, Jets yeah. and the Giants. I played in Miami. I played in Denver. I played in Chicago. Love Chicago. There's no greater f- sporting experience. There's no greater sports town. 
the Bulls, the Sox, the Cubs, the the the, the hockey team, right? There's no greater sports sporting experience, bro. This is it. Mm. And for the Chicago Bears to be in the damn bottom of the NFL over the the last X amount of years is ridiculous. As mm. players, man, like when you just when you go on a visit there and you start you go on a nice little tour and you walk around the city and you get the vibe, you fall in love immediately. Love Chicago. Love the people of Chicago. They deserve better. And they're mm. not getting it. The McCaskies need to get out of the way. They don't need to sell the franchise, but what they do need to do is let the football people be football people and take the emotion out of it. Man, they'll walk in and they are they're, they're still talking about the damn socks. Well, the, back in 1950, this is how we <laughs> like did that matters. <laughs> Get out the way. Embrace Ooh. the new. This is the Chicago Bears. This is ridiculous. Yeah. And I and this is coming from somebody, bro, that I love Chicago. I love the Chicago Bears. And and the McCaskies are great people. I learned a lot from the McCaskies. George McCaskey. Every morning, 5.15, I would be walking in, he'd be walking in. I get dropped off in the sprinter. Guess where he parked? In the last parking spot. And why did he do that? Because he wanted to make sure that everybody else can get the best parking spots before it before he did. Like he that wasn't his that wasn't his thing. He made sure that all his people, right, was taken care of. Phenomenal person, phenomenal heart. But from a football standpoint, you're getting it wrong. You're getting it wrong. Mm. And the biggest, the biggest, the biggest, the biggest mistake they made was letting, okay, Lovey Smith go. That was yeah. the biggest mistake they made. Lovey Smith created a culture there that was second to none. And the other mistake they made is once they let him go, they let Brian Urlacher go. Brian Urlacher doesn't have a relationship with the Chicago Bears. Why not? That is insane. Brian Urlacher, when there's guys like that, right, where they come in the locker. I don't give a damn if he runs a seven, a, a, a seven flat forty. What he did for that locker room, what he did for that organization, he should have been able to stay around as long as he wanted to and keep that culture going. And they moved on from Lovey Smith. They moved on from Brian Urlacher, and they haven't been the same since. And that's why I love this show, right? We get that insight. That's why I wanted to ask you that question, Brandon, because you got firsthand experience with the Chicago Bears organization. Because from the outside looking in, again, I don't understand what their direction is. I don't know where they're going. But I I love that you gave us that answer. Hi, everyone. This is Hope Solo, World Cup champion, gold medalist, and the host of my very own podcast, Hope Solo Speaks. Every episode, we discuss what's on my mind. Sports, current events, politics, activism, parenting. Nothing is out of bounds. We'll do some deep thinking, challenge our preconceived notions, and still have plenty of fun. New episodes of Hope Solo Speaks drop every Thursday on the SXM app, included with all of our trials and popular plans, or wherever you get your podcasts. For 25 years, nothing has tasted better after a hard day's work than a Mike's Hard Lemonade. It's because since day one, Mike's has been making lemonade the hard way. We use three kinds of lemons, all handpicked from family farms, then blended to perfection in cold press to create the epic hard lemonade you know and love. Mike's Hard Lemonade. Hard days deserve a hard lemonade. Mike's is hard. So is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium all beverage with flavors. All registered trademarks used under license by Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois. 
The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Start clean with Clorox, because Clorox delivers a powerful clean every time. Because messes happen. Because... Hey, listen, remember how you told me to toss those takeout containers before we left for vacation? And you were like, I'm serious. If that leaks over the counter, it'll be a slimy abomination by the time I get back. And I was like, yeah, 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 of course. Don't worry about it. I won't forget. (laughs) Well. Ooh, yeah, that happens. So start clean with Clorox. Use Clorox products as directed. Rinse after use if in contact with food surface. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. And the NFL trade deadline is a week away. And once the weekend arrives, there'll be multiple teams having conversations about moving players for draft picks by November 1st, 4 p.m., which is the deadline. Now, we've already seen some activity with the trades. We saw one today. Robert Quinn, you know, traded to the Eagles. Christian McCaffrey last week to the 49ers. Robbie Anderson to the Cardinals last week. Linebacker Deion Jones to the Browns. Defensive tackle Jonathan Hankins was shipped off to the Dallas Cowboys. And James Robinson, yes, Sent to my New York Jets. I think that was big. Let's talk about some of the names to keep a close eye on as we get closer to the trade deadline. The Chicago Bears, they've already traded Robert Quinn. Uh, Roquan Smith, final year of his contract, wants a long-term deal, turned down a deal from them. They can still use the franchise tag next year, but he's a name to watch out for. Brandon, do you think the Bears will try to you know, trade Roquan Smith and who is a team that possibly could be on the outs looking for, you know, a Pro Bowl linebacker like him? Yeah, I mean, you talked about it earlier. His presser head down seemed devastated and sad. We know the history uh, going into this year. He requested it, requested a trade, didn't want to be there. And when you see a move like this, it, 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 it brings it back up. Right. It's like, you know what? You, you ship out my guy had. What, so you said 17 sacks last year? 18 and a half. 18 and a half last year. And, and like, what are you guys doing here? You know, I, this doesn't fit with, with, with my vision for my career. I want out. So I definitely can, I definitely see him pushing it more. Um, but if I'm the Chicago Bears, if I'm really serious about winning and getting this franchise back on track, you know, I keep him. But if I'm the player, I'm doing everything possible <laughs> to get out of there by that trade deadline. Yeah. What do you think about that, Shady? You think Roquan Smith potentially does get traded from the Bears, which I think would be stupid. I think he's a foundational piece. But if he does, who's a team you think could be on the lookout for a linebacker of his services? Before we even answer that question, my thing is, why wouldn't it just pay him? He's one that, of the top bro, it's baffling to me. Nobody this dude is a two-time like- all-pro linebacker two years in a row. Like, there's no excuse. And then I look at this team, like, first of all, who's good on this team? 
Him? The running backs. <laughs> it's the running backs. Him and the running backs. Yeah. I, I think. Yeah. Who, who, I'm sorry, I shouldn't say good, but who has the money on the team? Nobody has no really money. Nobody no, no, no they the haven't team. paid anybody really. So why, why not pay this guy? Or if you don't want to pay him, get rid of him. Get some because you can get some valuable pieces for him. Facts. They probably get a second round pick, maybe even the first right now. I'm just trying to think of teams I, that I are doing really well. I would love a linebacker. I would love for Howie to get him. Really? Y'all got linebackers. Who we got? You muted, Omar. Uh, you guys got linebackers. So I don't. I mean, name, like, name me some. I, I, you don't like white. You don't like Casir White. I like white. I love white. You don't like uh, what's the young boy from Georgia that they took that ain't he's even not playing. playing right he's not now. playing right now. He's not. Playing he's not right playing. Right TJ, you don't like TJ? He's he ain't, ain't rooting out some for me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I'm not even trying to be funny, but like when I look at my team, I say where where can I find weaknesses at? Yeah. Who would hmm. you pick? I would pick a free safety. It would probably be the linebacker position. Probably linebacker. Not I'm not trying to hate because I like my boys, yeah. but man, I think white's a dog. There? I think white's a dog though. White's nice. I like white. Yeah, but yeah. you put white, right. Roquan together. Oh my god, that would be that would be devastating. Dallas, all that running the ball with Dallas, that's dead. It's that's dead. dead. It's definitely dead. Then, then wonder, what else? You know, you know what's crazy? How we got six picks still? He might not be done, Shady. So wait, wait, wait. So hold up, real quick. We got two first rounders, right? Yeah, and we got two second rounders. So, right? so maybe maybe do like a Hollywood Brown trade. Remember we we had Hollywood Brown here. The um, Ravens traded him to Arizona. Uh, they got a first round pick, but they sent a third. So maybe that's what something like Chicago or Howie does. He sends a first, but maybe he gets Roquan in a fourth or a third back. You know, bro, I'm out of text Howie. <laughs> he said, "Get it done." <laughs> Can we get Roquan? Like, think, think about that. that I know they want to see. The, they said a young boy might be pretty good, Dean. But yeah, the Kobe Dean. I was like, I think they like him a lot. It's a fire that's... sale over there. If they love it yeah, so yeah, bad, because they're white and 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 uh, Roquan Smith would be disgusting. I think if you love it so much, if you love him so much, why ain't he playing? He can't get in front of either one of those dudes. Feel me? I guess we, well, I guess we TJ is good. We don't we don't need Roquan, but yeah, man. that would literally put. I mean, Robert Ro, or Robert Quinn put you over the top, but that would essentially guarantee y'all the <laughs> NFC Championship. I would think. Come on, what you gonna do? Yeah, because the only thing that's a threat is that run game from Dallas. And that, like you said, with Roquan back there, that's dead. <laughs> that's dead. Let's move on to, to to another person that has been wanting out from the Washington Commanders, Pac-Man's favorite player, William Jackson, who has struggled in coverage this season for the Commanders. Who won't trade for he's him? Allowed, he's allowed opposing quarterbacks to produce a, a 129, a 121.9 passer rating when he's on the field. But And he's recently been benched. Let me ask Omar Kelly. You guys are struggling at the cornerback position. Do you think they make a move <laughs> for William Jackson? When he's referring to you guys, he's referring to Miami. Miami and, Dolphins, and, yeah. And, and, and I absolutely do believe that they have needs at cornerback. They just signed Jamal Perry. They just lost Brandon Jones. They have needs in the secondary. Secondary but, period. Yeah. yeah. W- William Jackson? Mm-mm, no, sir. Um, Sometimes I, I you just need a fresh start, man. Nah, I, I don't think he's been good for a while. Uh, I don't, I'm, I was surprised when he got the deal that he got from Washington. Well, nah, no, let's not get it to us. I know him and Pac have their their yeah. beef or whatever. Like William Jackson was nice in Cincinnati. Like he had, he played some some he had some, he had some good quality years. Is what I'm saying. He wasn't no bum, shady. I, I, I didn't call him a bum. I don't I don't like we played him. We didn't like make a big thing about him. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I was like all right, but Pac Man don't like him. He think he's not that. That's good. what I'm saying. So I, I don't I don't have no issue with, with William. I don't I don't. 
I mean, I don't think we about to we about to talk about him in this segment. Like, he's alright. I want to ask. Yeah, Brandon we're just saying teams that need a corner. Yeah, nobody's gonna yeah. pick him up. Sorry. But can I ask Brandon? Because <laughs> Brandon said a lot of things about about the management. <laughs> I just want to ask. <clears throat> just two questions. <laughs> Clear your throat too. Hey, you you referring to the Chicago Bears management? DJ, DJ would say he would say one question with two parts. How did he say it? Anyway, oh <laughs> uh, Brandon, so you made some remarks about just the ownership. How uh, they're, they're good guys and et cetera, but they they're doing they're, they're making the, they're doing the wrong steps, taking the wrong steps, right? I, I just want to ask two questions. One is the guy that drafted Justin Fields is he still there? Okay, no, he's, he's not there. He's going okay. okay. So I can't blame him for that. Okay, okay, all right. And then the second part is like. For, for for them to bring back, you know, Chicago. Because you, you said you played all these places and there's no football town like Chicago. Sports right? town. I said sports, sports town. town. Okay. Sports, sports yeah, town. And I believe you. You know, because like, you got the hot, you got the Sox, the Cubs, and then you got the Michael Jordan's Bulls. Right. And then you have the Bears. But my question with the Bears is like, Bears. I guess I don't want to talk about the, the town because I don't know the town like that. Right? But just strictly talking about the Bears organization. I think they lack a sense of getting good players. Right. Like, they just can't get good players for some reason. It, I mean, we all, well, I, we we all should think how bad Justin Fields is, but let's just say he's not a bad player. He's just not playing well. Let's just say that. But my, my thing is, like, who else on that team is really good? Montgomery right. is a beast. I think Montgomery and Herbert in the backfield, they're, they're really, really good running backs. Montgomery's a, a top-tier back. Right. right. I look at Mooney's a solid player. Mm-hmm. Uh, look at uh, Raekwon. We just talked about. He's he's elite. He's like top five elite type of linebacker. Yeah. I think um, what's Johnson's first name? Um, 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 um the quarterback. Uh, Jalen Johnson. Jalen Johnson, hell he's of a nice. player. Jaquan Brisker. Brisker's not bad. Brisker's not bad. Yeah. Yep. And and then even Eddie Jackson, solid. Yeah. Right guy, you know. But like when I look at them all together, it's like like. Who's good on the team though, Brandon? To bring <laughs> right. them, to bring them back to glory days of Jay Cutler, Matt Forte, Brandon Marshall. Where's it start from? Yep, and and I would and I wouldn't say that we, you know, those were the glory days uh, when when you know we had Jay and my and, and obviously I came in. Uh, I would say during that during that era, you know, what made the Bears special was the monsters of the Midway. You know, Peanut Tillman. Brian Urlacher, Lance, Izzy, Lance Briggs, Lance Briggs, yeah. bro, and then you know you you just had some legends over there, and then we came in because they they knew they had to invest in the offense, and where they got it wrong is they made too big of an investment on the offensive side, and they let the 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 identity go, and they they said we're now the that's and they even marketed it this way. That the offense is the monster of the midway. Like, no, that's not what we needed. Like, continue to play phenomenal defense and put together a viable offense, right? But what ha- what went wrong? They had uh um I forget his name, our offensive coordinator at the time. He was an offensive line coach, try to run the offense, and they had similar problems. Oh, um, Big Tice guy. was it Tice, right? Coach Tice, there you go. Great yeah. job, dudes. Freaking yeah. history buff. Coach Tice comes in, and, and it's like similar uh, problems that Baltimore was dealing with over the last couple of years where there was no continuity between the offense uh, uh, passing game and the run game, right? So it was just a lot of dysfunction, and we couldn't get it done. Um, yeah. I would say this, uh, 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 Shady, like there isn't 
They're, like when you think about the core of the Chicago Bears, there really isn't one. I like Justin Fields. I, I was high on him when he came out, but the Matt Nagy's oh, li- oh, of like the him? world. I really do like. I like oh, okay. Justin Fields. What you like about now? This you got Ryan Pace. Ryan Pace. Like they're still they're still overcoming some of the decisions that Ryan Pace and Matt Nagy, you know, uh, 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 like uh, uh, made. You like, like Matt Nagy? I was going to be a question. If Matt right? Nagy. Like, if Matt Nagy had Fields, he'd be a lot better as a quarterback. For what do you example, like about? Well, he Matt, had him for Matt, one year. Hold on, hold on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he was a rookie. He's a rookie. He looked. But he, I mean, he was a rookie. Like he, he made Trubisky look like okay. Trubisky's trash. Come on. <laughs> Yo, wait, 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 real quick. I had Neggy in, in Philadelphia. Smart dude. Soon he was done, and 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 the Bears had a lot of opportunities to go a lot of places. The first guy to go get him, Andy Reid. Andy Reid got him to coach and help out with Mahomes. Let me take you back a little bit. Last year around this time, they was killing Mahomes on the low. They weren't doing well in the was. offense. That's true. Is he? Yo, yes. That's yo, true. The thing about Mahomes yeah. is Mahomes is lights out. Box office. Nice. But sometimes Mahomes loses the fundamentals sometimes. His feet work yeah, is a little does. sloppy. Because he's so talented. We all go through that. Like my boss carried, I never carried the I carried about one hand because I could do it. Yo, small things like that. Trying to take the big chunks yards. Where with Mahomes, they lost that game. I got to put it on him against the Bengals. First half dominated. He take the yeah. gimmies, the running backs, you know, uh, deep On passes, schedule. On schedule. Second half, he he was dudes. He was. They dudes. ran the ball. He was. Yes, he was. Second half, the film. Sec, I watched the film twice. The second half, he wants to take everything deep. deep don't that's don't, true. don't take the gimmies. So Maneggy's there. You see a difference now. Patrick Mahomes is still Patrick Mahomes, but the small things, the fundamentals. Andy Reid got fat. Neggy's smart as hell. Smart as hell. I'm I telling like you. Listen, Andy Reid don't, like- don't even deal with smart guys. Now, I won't say anything about the coordinator they got there because he don't really. <laughs> I was about to say, you what see, about but, the coordinator? But you see how <laughs> Neggy, if watching though, look, when you're on TV, when they're on TV playing, watch who talks to him. You'll never see uh, Eric being to be talk to Pat about no plays. You're going to see Andy talk to him and you won't see Neggy talk to him. That's true. Let me take Let me take five seconds to respond to this. Go ahead. All right, and here's my five-second start. Boom. Matt Nagy is an offensive coordinator, and that's it. Okay. That's fine. I'll take that. What, that's does that, what does that mean? What does that mean? That means he's so not he head coach Yeah, he was never supposed to be the guy in Chicago. Wasn't supposed to be the guy. Maybe if he get a good coordinator. See, I, I believe. If, I don't if, even if think he a, wasn't. Was he? I don't, he wasn't even an offensive coordinator uh, in KC uh, 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 the year that the, the Chicago Bears came and got him, I don't think. I don't think he was the offensive coordinator. I think Doug Peterson was. Doug left and he took over. He was. Yeah, I think he was. Yes, he, he was. was for he one was. season. But, but, but hold on, hold on. Yeah, it was just one season. Two seasons. Two seasons. Mo- two most officer, most officer guys. This is the truth. They don't even deal with the defense. Yo, when, yo, yo. When the Chiefs is up and, and the offense is going, Andy don't even talk to the defense. <laughs> yo, I, 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 I've and I've had some to. good offensive coaches. You know where I was at my last year in San Fran. That's a hundred percent facts. Come on, man. Yo, Dave, don't even Dave go ball. over there. Yo, yo don't even look, go look, over Dave, there. Dayball, I know Dayball has got the offense in New York playing well. He probably says yep. a little this and that. He ain't talking to the defense. We are so we, strong, cause, cause, why? But that's but again, because who do you have on the on the defensive side? Wink, Wink, Martin, you got Wink, you got Wink Martin there. Let me let me let me bring some context. Last one, Bruce Arians. Yo, I thought Eddie was bad. Bruce don't even. Like, say shit like, God he don't damn even it, walk in the meeting at all, huh? Yeah, he don't even go to that meeting. <laughs> we out. 
So go ahead. Oh, my bad. But yeah, that's what happened. Uh, offense. Let me bring some context to Brandon's statement because I I, I took a little bit of offense to Brandon's statement oh. about Matt Nagy being an offensive coordinator only. His first year in Chicago, he was twelve and four. The mm. next two years, he was eight and eight. Still made the playoffs as as an eight and eight team. And then when things started unraveling and he had a rookie quarterback, he was six and eleven. Like. To me, he has a 34 and 31 overall record. That's better than Belichick in Cleveland. Do this research real quick. Who was the head coach that Matt Nagy took over for? Uh oh. I know uh, that. Was it His name was um uh, It was Testament, wasn't it? No. Nope. Tressman? No, no, it can't be Tressman. Uh really give me a second. Hey. Come on, producers. I got, my, I got my laptop. Who was before Matt Nagy? I, 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 uh, Just Google it. Um, I'm, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Take, take some minute now. Hold on. I'll read. This is I Am Athlete tonight. I'm your host, Lee Shane. Reset John Fox. Oh, Who? that's right. It was John, John Fox. Fox. Oh, John he Fox. Took- oh, I like John Fox, though. Okay. Ah. It was John Fox. So, Who? so John Fox is what? And Defense and John Fox was fourteen and thirty four. Oh, he had a Chicago terrible Bears record. Defensive guy. Yes. He's a defensive guy. So what did he do? Okay. He built up the yeah. defense. What moves did they make? What move? Who did they have on that defense that year where they were? Uh, uh, sorry, twelve and four. So, sorry, sorry. That first year. Sorry, this is this was my question. Who was the defensive coordinator that year? They 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 were twelve and four. Come on, Fangio, right? Whoa! Yeah. Yes, and who did they have? Akeem Hicks, a dog. Fuller, oh, yeah. a dog. You're right and about then who, that. Mac, a dog. So you talking about Mac Nagy? They didn't win twelve games because of mm. their offense. Their they won twelve games because You're Fangio. Right. That defense, man, he's one of the best defensive coordinators that we like. Man, so much respect and, for and, Fangio. And I don't want to rank him right now because I can't. Who was his quarterback? Who was who John, Fangio? John Fox Fangio ended up going. And what did he end up doing? He went to the Denver Broncos and imploded as a head, co- a head no, no, coach. He, he should stay as a Fox's quarterback. My it was Trubisky. It like, was Trubisky. His, his rookie year. It his last Fox's rookie last year was Trubisky. And and, and, and then they had Mike uh, Mike Glennon too. I think. Trubisky so my whole point, was, Omar. Omar, my whole thing is I hear you, but let's look at the entire situation because I I was still playing during that time and that defense, how they ran quarters and how they disguised. Yeah, I mean they made uh, they made uh, uh, um, Prince. Remember the corner Prince that played for the Giants? Giants. Yeah, he was good. He was. He was okay. easy money with the Giants. He get to the Bears, he looked like an all pro in that Fangio yeah. uh, defense. So, and then Eddie Jackson too taking off. Bruh, bruh, that yeah. was a top five yeah. defense during that time. That's how they got the twelve games. So that's I know a, you take offense, really Omar point. Kelly, but um, you know, back Brandon. Up, so you right? had receipts today, is what you trying hold to on, say? Hold on, hold on. I got well, but but also we got to put some respect. Mitch Trubisky, who we've all acknowledged was trash, or, or was not. I didn't not acknowledge good. that he was trash. I never oh, seen. Okay. So what, wait, what, 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 what is he, Brandon? What is he? <laughs> no, Next question. <laughs> Shady, Shady said he won't answer. <laughs> We I know think his Mitch, touchdown I think to interception to let it loose. Uh, ratio, I think Mitch Omar Mitch Kelly. I know that's where you're going. 
Yeah, I mean, he he had a very good, impressive performance as a rookie starting quarterback. 95.4 quarterback rating, 24 and 12 touchdowns. That's pretty good. That was his second year. That wasn't his rookie year. Come on, man. We're going to be honest. He's <laughs> he said, what are we doing here? <laughs> this, this is I Am Athlete tonight. I'm your host, Felipe Jay Dusable. That was his with, second year. With my guys, Omar Kelly, Brandon Marshall, and LaShawn Shady McCoy. Trade deadline is right around the corner November 1st at 4 p.m. We're looking at teams that may be in the market for some new players. Let's move on to another, you know, position, the safety position. Jonathan Abrams out there in Las Vegas. There's rumors that they potentially could trade him. They didn't um, pick up his fifth-year option. If you look at Baltimore and Miami, right, they've had some injuries at the safety position. Baltimore had, you know, Marcus Williams get get hurt with his wrist. He's out four to six weeks. But their first-round pick, Kyle Hamilton, can't even get on the field right now because – He's had some coverage busts early in the year. He struggled. Honestly, think he'll be a better dime linebacker in that system, more or less. They've actually been bringing him off the edge and blitzing. He actually had a sack last week. Uh, looked like a pass rush. It kind of reminded me of Jamal Adams and how they use him in the Seattle Seahawks. Also, Miami, you talked about it, Omar Kelly. They're hurting at the safety position. Brandon Jones just suffered from a, an ACL tear. I actually think Jonathan Abrams would be pretty good because now you leave, you know, Holland – as you know, the deep safety put Abrams in the block uh, box and have him blitz, and then every once in a while you can blitz Javon Holland, who's a, a, excellent blitz off the edge. So, so, what do you think about that? You know, Jonathan Abrams potentially being traded to the Miami Dolphins, uh, Omar Kelly. It, it would have to be for a late round third, third. I mean, because he's going to be a free agent next offseason. Yeah, it'd probably be a fourth or fifth round pick. Probably. Oh, I don't even know if a fourth round pick is worth that. I mean, I'm trading a fourth round pick for a solid starter. I think he's just a guy. Jonathan Abrams is. Damn, you, you know, got three, him as just a. You got him as yeah, a tag. Yeah, three interceptions in 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 four years. He's not. Sacks. He's not. He's not a ball hawk. He's a he's an in the box type of guy. Yeah. Okay. He, he played hard and, though. But zero he plays sacks really hard in in the box. Zero sacks. Yeah, yeah, you know, and I, I, I get it. Use usage is it impacts it, but one hundred tackle season can't stay healthy. Uh, you know, if you're giving them away, if it's a fire sale, then I might have it. I might have some interest. If it's a fire sale, you said, oh, absolutely. yo, yo, they need a safety though. Oh, they yeah, definitely I, do. They just signed Jamal Perry. I think that that can help them get over. Uh, Listen, Eric Rowe Rowe can have a more elevated role in terms of just being a little bit more than that that tight end stopper. He can serve as sort of the strong safety or move to free safety and let Javon Holland play that strong safety position. Yeah, I was going to say Holland. I mean, Rowe ain't blitzing like Brandon. No, Rowe ain't blitzing yeah, and he's not like, he's not good in the gap. So put him back there at, at, at at free safety and let Javon Holland come in, come in the box. Let's look at some other names that are potentially on the trade block. You know, the Denver Broncos, if they lose to the Jaguars, could be in a fire sale, right? Bradley Chubb is a name that comes to, to mind, right? Could it be like Von Miller was last year and they end up trading him somewhere? This guy's in the last year of his deal. He'll be a free agent. I believe he has six oh, or six and a half sacks. Say ahead. Go ahead, Shady. Oh, they're they trying to get rid of Chubbs? Yeah, and Jerry Judy, his name has been put out there as well, too. Depending on, there's been rumors, if they lose to the Jaguars, they probably potentially could trade both of those guys moving forward. Another name, Denzel Mims with the Jets. I mean, the Giants are struggling at receiver. Kenny Galladay's out. Kadarius Tony's been out. What about, what about that out. fast boy from J- the Jets? That one, that yeah, Darius, Denzel Mims. Tony, yeah. No, 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 no. The oh. other one that, that, that mispracticed. Oh, the one that. Talking about Elijah Moore? Yeah. Jets not trading him, bro. <laughs> They, you got to think he was pick 34. He's practically a first-round pick. They're not about to just trade him and not. If they can't get at least a uh, a first-round pick or oh, from a team on. that's terrible, 
a high second, they're not trading Elijah Moore. There's no way that's happening. But I want to ask you about this, Omar Kelly. They've used, you know, the, the Miami Dolphins have used Mike Gusecki a little bit more, but there were rumors that they could trade him. Do you think they do trade him at the deadline? It doesn't make sense. I don't think he's going to be in Miami long term, but I think they're 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 looking at it from a standpoint that they're going to get probably a third round compensatory pick if he leaves as a free agent. So if if, if it's not a third round, I think they're going to stick with him and, and let him finish out the season. But he doesn't fit that offense at all. OK, yeah, we'll, we'll continue to give you guys updates as we see if anybody else gets traded between now and the trade deadline, November 1st. Mac Jones will start for the Patriots this Sunday versus the New York Jets. Now, Jones took 90% of the Patriots' first-team quarterback reps at practice today. It is in line to start Sunday against the Jets, according to Phil Phil Yates of ESPN. Now, though Coach Bill Belichick has thus far declined to confirm the team's Week 8 starter, it looks like Jones is slated to retain the assignment with Bailey Zappi on track to be the number two quarterback. Now, Jones, again, was working his way back from an ankle injury. Started, you know, Monday night versus Chicago Bears. Played the first three series. Ended up throwing the interception. They benched him. Played Bailey Zappi. Bailey Zappi gave them a little spark. Two drives on the road. Scores touchdowns. And then ends up throwing two picks in the second half. B-Mars, let me ask you this. Is this the right move by the Patriots going back to Mac Jones and having him start? Uh, Yeah, I mean, I mean, you don't lose... Um, whichever way you go, right? If he went Y'all in that last game and, and, and won, you know, then it would have been a bad move. Um, because the dude went in there in the last couple of weeks and he played pretty good. Uh, but when you go and you lose like this, you go back to the guy where you moved up in the draft to get in the Mac Jones, mm. right? They feel really good about Mac Jones. As far as I can't say that. Well, what I do know uh, about Mac Jones is he's a pro's pro. Right. Uh, He's prepared. He knows what he's doing in practice in the meeting room. And that's what Bill Belichick wants. Just give me give me an opportunity to be in position. And Mac Jones can do that. Yeah, this is what I say about that. I like Bailey Zappi. Uh, Shady knows this. Uh, I think he could spend it with the best of them. Did that at Western Kentucky. Loved this film. Loved him at the Senior Bowl. I think we have to pump the brakes, though, because if you look at the film from the Browns game after watching it, like a lot of that was manufactured offense. Like Rant Delpit fell one time. Hunter Henry was wide open. A lot of 50-50 jump balls with Devontae Parker, which still baffles me that Miami traded him within the division. Kind of lets you know how they felt about him. But he's actually coming down with those 50-50 uh, those catches this year, Brandon Marshall. So I think Bailey Sabby had two big explosive catches to him in one-on-one coverage and 50-50 matchups. He went up and got the ball. So it wasn't like, you know, Bailey Zappley was just going out there and cooking, right? A lot of that was manufactured offense. Even, even the touchdown pass of yeah. Jacoby Myers Monday night, it was actually a bad pass. It was a hell of a catch by Jacoby Myers. But Eddie Jackson dropped the coverage. He was wide open by 20 yards. Like, that's yeah. not going to happen week in and week out. With Mac Jones, you know what you're going to get. He's going to matriculate the ball down the field. He's going to be precise. And – like th- they took this dude, like you said, in the first round. Like again, we talk about Bill Belichick as a GM up, right? and how he moved up, right? Yeah, we talked about yeah. Bill Belichick and how he struggled as a GM. You take your guy in the first round, there shouldn't even be no question marks about you going back to him as a starting quarterback. Now, I don't think you helped him out by what you've done on the offensive side by bringing a defensive coordinator and special teams coach to run the offense. If you know, you know, Josh McDaniels is the guy that really got him going last year. So. I, I think you go back to Mac Jones. There's another situation with the New Orleans Saints that really caught me by surprise, guys. 
Andy Dalton will remain the Saints starting quarterback, even though Jameis Winston is now healthy and cleared to play. Now, Saints head coach Dennis Allen announced today that Dalton is a starter for Sunday's game against the Raiders. Allen said Winston is healthy and was a full participant in today's practice, but Allen made a decision because he thinks it's best for the Saints office. I'm trying to figure out how the hell is this the best idea for the Saints office? Did he not just watch the Thursday night football game that we all saw? Nah, man, hold up, man. I, I think he's right. I think he's on to something. This dude threw three I, picks in the first half, two pick sixes. First, okay, hold up. I hate people that do this. They both, oh oh, both of them picks his. The dude hit it, the ball hit him in his face. One this of them, far? not the other one. All right, so say that then. Like, say that. All right, so two. So he's, either way, <laughs> yeah, it's two picks him, in the first half, you. Shady. I'm with uh, Shady on that. I hate that. And, go, and, go, and go, and go, Shady. I think, the, uh, so real quick, the first It wasn't pass, a perfect pass, though. You got like, it hit him right in no, the no, hand, no. Shady. Bro, hit him his hands and hit him in his Hit him in his face mask. What are you talking about? I know. Look, you play D lineman. Let me tell you something about the offense, right? <laughs> ball hits you in your, in your, in your face. There you go. Seriously, though, the ball hits you in your face, though, as a wide receiver. You got to catch that deuce. So what about the other? What the what? What about the pick, that Isaiah Simmons? So wait, wait. On, on the goal line, um, on the goal line, their first drive, uh, second drive. Yeah, he drove him all the way up the field. That it was don't a great play. He threw the pick in the red no, zone. But, but, you but, can't but, do but, that. What I'm saying but, is that, bro, but, but, that was that was a bad pass. Really quick, really quick, because I, I owe Pac Man some money, right? We were on the show, we were watching. But it that's live. BS, Brandon. That was a lot of cleanup yardage. I don't even think I paid. <laughs> no, they no, were no, down no. like twenty one, bro. No, the bet. No, he didn't. He didn't. He was pulled. No, Andy Dalton didn't get pulled. Remember, that's he why he was pulled. able to get the yardage. He didn't get pulled. They, Yo, they, 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 they didn't pull him, bro. He, didn't, he never got the yardage. No, he did. He went over. Bro, he threw for like almost 300 yards. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. Damn, my bad. My bad. I'm off. I'm off. I'm way off. Yeah, no, yeah, no. Nah, nah, he got yeah. yards. But hold on. He got here, crazy let's go back yards to the first. Game. Hold on. Let's go. Remember, this is how we got to the bet, right? Because he came out and he had a lights out first What's quarter. What's the bet? The bet was that what what he uh uh Pac-Man like two forty or something. He like wouldn't that, right? go over two twenty. No, it was two twenty. Two twenty five actually. Yeah. And I said he it, went I over took that. the over. I took the yeah. over. Pack took the under. But with the dudes' point, right? He imploded. But those are things that you can correct, dudes. You know, I in agree. the offensive meeting, we're, we're looking at that like, damn, like, you know, offense is moving. We had a nice rhythm. And then we get down in the red zone and we throw a pick. Like, you can't do that. And Andy hey, yeah. The second one, he, he got hit. He got hit when he threw the right. other pick. He got Man, hit. Ain't nobody trying to hear. You got a lot of Winston, Winston to throw the ball is, right to you. If that was Jameis Winston, this is my question. If that was Jameis Winston, they would have pulled him at half. That's my I know, but issue. I, yeah, but, but, but to Shady's... You know, comment like he may be on to something. I, 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 I agree. Let's 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 revisit this in the next two weeks or so because when you look at that that game as an offensive player and an offensive court, when we get in those meetings, we're looking at like, oh, we can correct this. We it's terrible. It's a nasty taste in your mouth. But you're looking at it like, man, only if we do doom doom doom, we could have. Just but, took but total you, you control get my of frustration, game. right, B? Because that's the same thing with Jameis Winston. If that's the case, why not go back to him when he has better arm talent? You, you know why? You know why? Because Winston's going to throw the ball right to the defender. Right to you a lot but of see, times. But, but nobody said that last year when he was 5-2. and two. People seem to forget. He's coming off of ACL, bro. Like, he's he didn't really been, play he, that much he's in the always, preseason. No, 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 no. In week, no, this, in this week one, no, listen to me, Shady. I'll let you talk. In week one, no, oh, he went oh, off the second half versus the Atlanta Falcons, did he not? And he got them the victory. So like Shut he had one bad out, game. Andy Dolan's had like three well, bad well, games. Well, here's the thing, but but dudes, look, this is the position that we're in, and we can never forget this, man. Just t- let's go back to when we were playing. When we were playing, 
we would sit back and we would watch the ESPNs, the FS1s, the NFL Networks. We would listen to SXM and all these people talk about what's happening internally, right? Some of the things, you know, were valid and they got wrong, right? And then there was a shit ton of information. It was like, they have no clue what's going on. We don't know what's happening with Jameis Winston. We just know what we see, you know what I'm saying, on on, on video and what we're hearing on audio. But internally, what if he has a terrible relationship with Dennis Allen? What if he's, and I'm not saying this is the case, but there's some things that we just don't know. So as we're out here talking about these things, we always got to keep that in mind that there is a lot of things that are, are happening internally that never gets out, right? So when coaches make these moves you know it's for good like especially a coach like this Dennis Allen he's he's a really good coach like I really like Dennis Allen there's something behind it that we just don't know and we got to be okay with that and we don't always have an answer media people don't always have the answer we we gotta get the break but I want to say we'll say this Brandon you brought up before Dennis Allen's record as a head coach that's all I'm gonna say he hasn't proven he can do it yet because he's struggling we got we got to get the break though I Am Athlete Tonight is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. Support I Am Athlete Tonight with a five-star rating and by leaving a review. That's a big deal, guys. Stop being lazy. Pick up your phones and leave a review and give us a five-star rating. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcast. Want more? Catch the full two hours of I Am Athlete Tonight weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern on Mad Dog Sports Radio. Sirius XM channel 82. Go to SiriusXM.com backslash IAA tonight trial to start your free trial today. Sirius XM podcasts. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also, 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com/slash activecash.